0: I'm Tiff Waldron, Pink Food Society Australia President, Certified Cicerone, and Beer Educator. And I'm Lindsay Gregg, a Certified Cicerone,
1: Professional Snack Queen, and Brewer, and we're here to explore the people and conversations that aren't always front and center of the beer industry.
0: You're listening to Crack the Ceiling Podcast.
1: And we're back. We're back. We're back. If you got you do have to get closer to your microphone. Okay, sorry. You can can do they this every time? go up? Can they go taller? What does this do? Maybe we should set books on underneath them because we're we don't want to have to hunch.
0: Does make it taller? Did we just? Oh! <gasps> All
1: right, so Tiff and I have just learned something about our microphones.
0: Well, I, every time we record a podcast, we learn something new technologically. Technologically. So I think this counts as hmm. the only new thing we needed to learn today.
1: Our microphones can raise up to our
0: face instead of us slouching over. Well, to be fair, I'm like a foot shorter than you. I rarely have to slouch over. That's true, except when we're sharing the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right.
1: So we're so we're here. We're at my house and um, this is this is going to be a weird podcast. So I know. We know, we know that during whatever, the five people that listen to this podcast, (laughs) that's not true. There's a few of you out there, which is great and amazing. And it's so cool to have that support. Tiff doesn't know that because she doesn't know how many people listen. She doesn't see the stats. (laughs) Um, But thank you to everyone who listens. I think that's really awesome and rad and amazing. Um, I just think it's awesome when somebody tells
0: me they listen and I go... You listen to the podcast? Why? Yeah, that bit's that bit's really cool. I'm actually really excited because it's kind of like it's like Japanese yeah. snack situation here. Yes, we've right. got a table up on yoga blocks, mm-hmm. and it's covered in snacks. Yes, and there's a there's a purpose of this podcast there today is that is different from our usual purpose. Yes,
1: yes. All right. So here's the purpose. Um, right. First of all, I should mention I've been drinking since 3 p.m. and it is now Woo-hoo. 7 p.m. Um. For a purpose, though. Drinking with a purpose. But you can drink without a purpose. You, you can do whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. Um, one thing that people really missed about our podcast was our blind tastings. Mm-hmm. We don't do enough blind tastings. Where are the blind tastings? When are they coming back? And it's always fun to listen to, especially the last one with Jackie with the Rogan beer. <laughs> Such a strange style. You know, we're bringing them back. But we're bringing them back in a big way today as I am going to blind taste, tiff a bunch of beers and we're going to work through some snack pairings.
0: Yeah. So Lindsay knows what the beers are mm-hmm. and she's already kind of had a first go at the snack pairings. Yeah. But I have never tasted the beers and I don't know. She's going to give them to me without telling them what, like without telling me what they are. Yeah. So I'm going to think about snack pairings from like a very blind only going by flavor and having nothing else to go on as we start. Yeah. So I have a bunch of snacks laid out on this table. And and what this is essentially for
1: is HBA has done a 12-pack a of beers all featuring their hops by different breweries and their different styles of beer. Although most of them are very hop-forward styles. So we're thinking strong pale ales, hazy IPAs, and IPAs. Um, But I do I do snack pairings for HBAs like a side thing. There are four beers out of the 12 that I'm having a hard time with and I don't know where to go. Um, and so Tiff's over here to help me work through these. We love HPA. We love hops.
0: We do. We
1: love snacks.
0: Yeah. I kind of wanted to see Lindsay's process of doing the snack pairings and
1: there's a lot of snacks here. There's a lot of
0: snacks. (laughs) It's like a lot of snacks. Yeah. Uh, So, all right. So we're going to get started. Um, and I haven't been drinking. I just got done playing golf. So I'm sober. I'm the sober one here. By the way, Tiff is a golfer now.
1: Tiff, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to give you. So I color coded. I made a spreadsheet. Shocking. <laughs> I like to make spreadsheets. I break down the beer by, well, the name, the brewery, the style, the ABV is really important. Um, the hop that it's featured, what the brewer's tasty notes were for me, because this is a quick turnaround as far as the pairing goes. I um, The beers were supposed to arrive a week ago. However, Oz Post lost them. So they arrived yesterday, 12 beers, 12 snacks. I already received recipes and like malt bills of most of the beers and their snack ideas, like the brewery snack ideas. And then there's a spreadsheet and I color code the beers. So Beers that pair with snacks that I'm 100% sure on, I color code green. Tiff's not going to taste any of those. Sorry.
0: I mean, if it's really good, I might ask you to taste them later. Or you can taste them during the live stream Oh on yeah, November
1: 18th, 18th. <laughs> from 4 p.m. to Four. 6 p.m. Um, Right. So, Tiff, you're not going to taste any of the great pairings because... I don't That's need fine. you. And then I, I do yellow for uh, I'm not so sure, um, which typically happens when I'm hitting palate fatigue. Mm. And then red for I have no fucking idea. Uh,
0: <laughs> it's just like I really don't know where to anyway, go with this. I'm coming in with a fresh palette. Yes. Having had no beers yet at all today. Yes. I'm coming in. Totally fresh and blind as well. So we're so going to knock you, out the last few. Do you want to start
1: with yellow or do you want to start with red?
0: Uh, let's start with red. Let's go fresh palette. Let's do it. Yeah. So this
1: red one was the one I color coded red last night. Close your eyes or turn around or something. While I reach into my Trader Joe's cooler bag because I can't have a fridge upstairs. Um, now I have to pick the glass that I'm going to pour Tiff's beer into. Should have thought ahead. Um, Tiff's watch wants to participate as well. Thanks, Siri. Thanks for joining. All right, Tiff. Can's away? Yep, can is away. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So we've got this lovely, like, dark golden color. It's got nice foam. I would guess this one has a little bit of alcohol on it. Um, Hot tip. They all do. <laughs> the aroma makes you think it's going to be a lot harsher, but the fruit flavor coming from the hop on this is quite soft really like very tropical so we're going for something sweet yep so i've given tiff the two options
1: that i've narrowed them down ideally it goes with something sweet so me personally i've i've narrowed it down to an iced vovo and a white chocolate macadamia cookie bites i'm sure
0: well i will really enjoy listening to me crunching while we're podcasting I i can cut a lot of that out No, that totally dulls the hop. It's
1: like too buttery. So this beer actually features Enigma hops. Enigmas are very like berry, red currant, rock melon. What I liked about the white chocolate macadamia nut cookie was that mid-palate. I got a lot of that, but then it does finish quite salty.
0: So that's, that's what I was thinking in my head was this might actually be quite nice. The just, so,
1: Tiff saying the yogurt covered raisins. I did not try this with Bobo's yesterday. I actually picked these up mm. today thinking that it might go with Bobo's because of the raspberry. Oh, shit. You didn't guess what style of beer it was. That's, that's, I think that's kind of pointless. They're all yeah. hop driven. This is this is an IPL, right? So it's a really light malt
0: body. I don't hate that. It kind of really pulls the body out. It really thins the body out. The yogurt-covered raisin. Oh yeah, the is the best of all of them so far. Yeah. Oh yeah. So Tip's
1: going for a wild card now as well. I feel like I'm a, a game reporter. I know this is fun. Um, so I there's mean, a like a fruit, a fruit. What do we call these? A fruit roll-up. Roll up. A strawberry fruit roll-up on the table. Um, going for that, which. I, I've so I have tried this with many beers before. I have yet to figure out what is going to go well with this. Because it sticks in your mouth. The texture. Mm. I think it needs something aggressively carbonated.
0: No, nope, it's the Vovo. Yeah, I think it's the VOVO
1: hundred percent. That's the one. The yogurt raisins are good though. I think mm. those are a good wild card. That's something I didn't even buy for this. I just had yogurt raisins in my cupboard. Mm
0: why do you think the Bobo works? So for me, it's that because I'm usually one that would stay away from going the same flavor with the same flavor. So going berry with berry. But in this instance, it's actually the coconut that highlights the hop flavor. So it's the coconut and the ice Bobo carried with like a tiny bit of sharpness from the whatever that stripe is down the middle of the vovo. And that's what's bringing out the hop flavor quite nicely. And it highlights everything, whereas the that buttered macadamia cookie really just flattened everything
1: out. Flattened everything out and it ended on a salty note, which having the macadamia cookie by itself isn't aggressively salty, but the hops were making that really, really salty. Mm. With the vovo, because it has that like raspberry fruit spread like there's some acidity in the jam, the jam bit. And yeah, the coconut. I think the coconut is going really well. Mm. The the butter cookie, whatever the base of a vovo is, shortbread cookie. I just realized I don't think I've ever had one of these before. For those who don't know, an iced vovo is a Australian classic by our knots. Um, It is a raspberry coconut jam Shortbread cookie.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't even think it's shortbread. It's just like plain biscuit. The plain biscuit on the bottom. Yeah. Listen, probably wouldn't fly in America. No, it's not sweet enough. In hindsight, Tiff, I think that was the
1: easiest. I know I had it labeled as red, but I hadn't tried it with the ice photos yesterday. So for palate cleansers, I have two things on the table. I have wafer crackers and I have Smith's... Crinkle chips? What are they? Yeah, Just Smith's original chips. OG, plain, Um, salty. OG, plain, salty. So the wafer cracker is unsalted. When I want to cleanse my palate, I will use both of these with a lot of water mixed in with them. So while I'm chewing the wafer cracker especially, I'll drink water while I'm chewing it to kind of scrub. And same with the Smith's. The Smith's is very good. Salt is really good to counterbalance. Sweetness Mm. number two. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) I just, I just have to find it in my Trader Joe's cooler bag. I
0: love that you have a Trader Joe's cooler bag. Yeah, we bought it
1: while we were in oh, the States. We
0: should get the, all these can cracks a little better. Good point, Tiff. Good point. Crack <laughs> the ceiling. <laughs> Lord, God damn it. All right. You have your sample. Oh, much later in color, this one. It's like a straw color with the slightest bit of haze, lots of foam.
1: Heaps. Yeah, it's it's really pale. It's really Ooh. clear. I've been thinking about um, this one a lot. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. She says. Right. Tiff. So this also has to go with a sweet thing. However, 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 however. Um, so are not. Um, no, no, vo- are out no, 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 no. But it, it does have to go with the sweet thing. I had it narrowed down to sweet things. I tried it with a bunch of different um, flavors yesterday. And I found that with a lot of the cheeses, the bitterness was intensified um, to the point of unpalatable. Um, with chips, the saltiness also made weird things happen with the flavors of the crisps. So I tried it with these Samboy barbecue things and that hmm. was weird. I, I had it kind of narrowed down to a creme caramel and the yogurt raisins and
0: i'm gonna throw my weird one in are you yep I'm gonna, I I'm gonna start with this though
1: it is it is very very light malt um there's not a lot of body there so it's it's just a beautiful like old school almost american style ipa the abv on this is hitting
0: at 6.8 percent. i mean it's nice and ad- i'm gonna tell you what I didn't hate that cinnamon bun Oreo with this. Yeah, I tried that yesterday.
1: I don't hate it. I don't either. Um, My initial vibe, right, was pine, pine, like aggressively piney things can can be hard to pair. What would you what would you think of going with pine, Tiff? I would go earthy. So something like hummus. Oh, that's interesting. I haven't actually tried the hummus. Um, I I think of Christmas when I think of pine. So I'm like, oh, the Biscoff biscuits, that's going to be like cinnamon, nutmeg, Christmassy, the Oreo cinnamon bun, double stuffed biscuits. Oh, no, the Biscoff makes it more bitter. Yeah, it does. Doesn't it? I know. Mm, And it turns it turns the Biscoff cinnamon into like this burnt vibe. Um, Where is Oreo? Right. I'm going to try a little of the hummus with it. I I would also like to try the hummus. Now that we're here. Another thing I think of with Christmas is rum, rum raisin, rum raisin, cinnamon, rum raisin. And I was like, oh, I have these yogurt raisins. Yeah, but pine isn't what you put with. I'm just, I was just going pine Christmas. It is an olive hummus.
0: So there is a lot of salt Mm. in this Mm. particular hummus. Briny actually works pretty well. Really Calms everything down. It's still a lot of bitterness on the ba- on the finish. Try it with just the olives. Mm, I do love olives. Olives and piney go well together. Yeah, I never thought of that. Oh, I like this. I do too. That brings the bitterness in. Yeah, it tones so it down. It doesn't pine. take away from the pine. No, there's just a little bit more balance there. The salinity of the olives. I mean, and to be honest, the oiliness of the olives actually. I like that. I do too. All right, crumb caramel next. This, I'm not gonna lie, grosses me out a little. Are you weirded out by like a jelly creamy texture? A creamy jelly this is texture. So it's
1: like intensely sweet. But I was thinking it would go well, like because it doesn't because
0: this beer doesn't really have any malty. The flavors sweetness. go well. I think I like the olives better. I mean, I like the olives more, and honestly, more so because what's sitting on my palate is the burnt sugar taste mm-hmm, from the cream, and Creme. it's overwhelming now. Mm-hmm. The pine. Um. So the beer we're drinking, Tiff,
1: is Vic's Best. It's West Coast IPA from Deeds, and it is Vics Secret, 100% Vic Secret hot mm. Yep.
0: Yeah. All right. I think it's got to be green olives. It's, yeah, I think so too. It's actually a pretty nice pairing. <laughs> That's a great pairing. I'm very surprised by that. all right What was the first beer? What do you mean?
1: Oh, first beer. Right. 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 Good point, Tiff. Good point. Um, mismatch Enigma uh, IPL. So yeah. it's a Enigma hot India pale lager. Mmm. Mmm. Two down. Love that. See, you just need a fresh palate. 100% needed a fresh palette. Oh, yeah. I think something that's probably good to talk about is when you're doing pairings, don't overwhelm yourself. <laughs> Which I tend to do.
0: Well, yeah. And I think also, I mean, your average person doing pairings isn't going to sit down with 12 beers and 100 snacks. Yeah. But I think it's really important. So often yesterday
1: was different. Nick wasn't home. Tiff was in Geelong. I was alone. I was on my own. Tasting homebrews at Little Creatures. But it's always good to have a second palate because your palate is not the know-all be-all. Like your palate does not know everything. In fact, your palate is just your palate. Taste is subjective. And there's yeah. a million ways each pairing
0: can work. And I even when I do pairings, like pairing events, I always say keep a little on your plate, even though I've suggested a pairing and taste them around and see if there's yes. something you like more. Absolutely. And I think, you know, people always say like, oh, I think this one is better. I'm like, great. I love that. So you need somebody, you need somebody else to have feedback and to talk through things sometimes, because otherwise you get so stuck in the guidelines, because I don't like to say the rules of beer pairing, but there's guidelines that you follow and you think about as you're moving through them. And you can get so stuck in following what the guidelines are that you forget to just taste something else. Yeah. Which is having Tiff here and
1: her being like, hey, you put hummus on the table, which I didn't include hummus (laughs) at any point yesterday, (laughs) but I put hummus on the table today as like a wild card. Having something when you're trying to taste all of these things. Yeah. Look at the guidelines and be like, according to the guidelines, you know, this is going to go with this chocolate and peanut butter goes together, but then maybe throw in chocolate and umami and see how that Mm, goes, you know, like throw in chocolate and Vegemite. I don't know. You never know what's going to yeah. happen.
0: Just as you were talking about pine and that one in my head, I was thinking pine, rosemary. That's how I went down to hummus. But yeah. rosemary and olives go well together. So it's like it's all there. Yeah. I love this shit.
1: <laughs> the, I, I I do have um, all the cheese pairings worked out because that's easiest for me. Right. Yeah. Like that's where my brain goes. I wouldn't first. even
0: have. This was harder for me because it's a lot of snacks I didn't grow up with. Yeah. So I don't know the flavor of even just looking at like the granola bars. Yeah, I've had granola bars growing up, but they're not the same ones and they're very different. And And I had to taste the cookies I've never had. Yeah.
1: One of the things I love about getting to do this is I get to go to the grocery store and try all the snacks, buy all the snacks. But like I, I know for me growing up in Missouri, I didn't get a lot of interesting flavors or international things and anytime i would go somewhere new my first thing was to buy things i didn't know and i love doing that that's like my favorite thing is to walk into a shop and be like i've never tasted this when you go into a new country and you go to the grocery store Uh, just to see stuff all of the asian supermarkets here Mm. like i love buying shit that i can't read the label
0: Uh Um, tiff close your eyes okay closing okay So this next one is pretty hazy, another dark gold, kind of orangey color, much looser bubbles on this one. So this has to go savory, Tiff. (sighs) Now we're talking. This is way more my. Well, because this one is almost like it has like a bit of like a zing to it and not not like a sour zing, but there's just like a touch of acid in there somewhere. This is another aggressively, it's aggressively happy and quite um, bitter. They're all aggressively. That's true. This is
1: actually the hardest thing I've ever tried to pair. So normally with HPA, I do their snack pairings where I'm doing six hop forward beers at a time. But I normally have multiple cans of these beers, a little bit more of a turnaround so I can taste the beers one day, then go buy snacks, then taste them again with a fresh can. Um, But not not in this go. This is this is a very quick turnaround. So they're all they're they're all hoppy. They're all hop forward. So this is six point one percent. All ale malt, single hop, 60 IBUs. Okay. So 60 is the, like IBUs is International Bittering Units. It's not actually perceived bitterness, which has been interesting with this as well. Because what the IBUs are and what your perceived bitterness is are two different things.
0: I started with a mild salami, but it actually makes the beer taste meaty. So not that. Breaking into a crinkly bag. Oh, I,
1: yes, I'm breaking into the samoy's samoy's which is like something the barbecue flavor and that is not like american barbecue at all but i would i like it it's good yeah i feel like it's like indian like um indian mm. kind of food i don't know maybe
0: coriander in there like coriander seed or i don't fucking know oh i like that because oh, this is sweet and savory all right breaking into some dips here Wait, why do you,
1: why do you think the Samboy, Samboy, are they Samboy? They're Samboy. So the reason I like
0: the Samboy is because it has that like umami, but you know, somewhere between sweet and savory, Mm. which actually works quite nicely because there is a little bit of zing in this, in this one. That's also why I'm starting with the capsicum dip because it's a little bit sweet and savory at the same time. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of sweetness from the roasted
1: red peppers and there's some cashews in there as well a little bit of peppery spice. Oh, that's good. But what we want to highlight in these beer pairings is actually the hop character. For this beer, um, it's galaxy hopped, so... Mmm, I wouldn't have guessed that for this beer. Yeah, passion fruit, peach, citrus. There's still, like, there's, like, the bitterness in it, which I think last year's galaxies was quite high in, in alpha acids. Um. Right, so this is... Big Shed Galactic Meltdown Galaxy Single Hop IPA. You know
0: what? Throwing a wild card in. No, not throwing that wild card in. No, 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 do
1: it, Tiff. Go for it.
0: No, I'm going to throw this wild card in. So Tiff was like,
1: I'm throwing a wild card in, and she went for the salt and vinegar chips.
0: And now I'm going to try it.
1: I don't think I vibed with it.
0: Oh, no. Mm mm.
1: No, it turns out well, there's the, no beer. Like the beer is just gone. The beer goes, but then like, so does the salt and the vinegar. Somehow everything goes and you're just left with like this overcooked potato. Ugh. I
0: really hate that. I don't hate these. Um, What Tiff is talking about? I know I'm really bad at this. So they're ancient grain twists, but they're kind of like those. The, bougie, the ancient grain twists. Well, <laughs> I just repeated I mean... what you said. <laughs> but they're like those um soy crisps kind of yeah so
1: i thought that those were gonna go with the beer that they ended up absolutely not going with and i was very brokenhearted about it because i thought that was one of my for sure pairings like had i been doing this pairing without tasting any of the beers this would have gone with the beer that would not have worked Mm. and it would have been very sad it like highlights that black pepper that's in there. Like I feel like it gets really spicy in the front of the palate.
0: I'm gonna mix the spring onion dip because it brings out some onioniness in the hop. Mm. So I'm going back to capsicum dip and samboys. You go through a lot of beer when you're tasting that with food, especially when you think you're gonna go one route and you
1: realize that those flavors don't actually work together, mm. which is the hardest thing, right? Like it's it's really important that you can taste. At least the beers. So if if I can't get my hands on the beer before I'm doing a pairing, I will find beers that have the same hops and the same malt bill. And Mm. I'll try to get as much information from the brewer as possible.
0: And even then
1: things don't go the way you expect them to.
0: So I'm actually torn between this capsicum dip and the sandboys. They do the same thing for the beer. I'm calling it. No, I'm calling it capsicum dip. Woo. Because that was my top. That was my top one. Woo
1: High five. Yay. All right. So we still have. We have one more to go. Yeah. We only have one more to go. Yeah, I guess we do only have one more to go. Oh. There's, there's more in the bag. We can check on our boyfriends and see if they'll let us stay
0: longer. I mean, I get to stay as long as I want to if it's my house. That's true. We I basically sicked about... our boyfriends on each other and said, hang out for a little while. We'll be the back the first later. time they've ever met. No, that's a lie. No, it's not. <laughs> that's
1: a complete lie. Do you think they're okay? Oh, we need more water. Um, We're going to pause and get more water.
0: It does it all day long, every day. Taste, taste taste taste, 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 taste. Yeah,
1: and he has a different route and a different... Like you're trained a certain way with beer, but if you're only ever tasting beer,
0: yeah, you only learn the vocabulary that we learn with beer, which is why it would be really useful to learn just flavor of vocabulary. Yeah, because this, this is the one thing when people are like, "How do you write tasting notes?" and and how do you review beers? And what do you know? How do you know what to write? And the thing it comes down to over and over again is practice and not. Like, okay, yes, drinking, fun. But then there's the practice of tasting. Yeah. But then there's the practice of writing yeah. what you're tasting, which is a whole other level. And the writing only and way to do it, it, practice, and it's a skill, turn what you smell and and process it through your memories to give you words for what you're tasting. And, you know, because our sense of scent is so closely linked to memory, that's why it becomes really difficult for us.
1: The hardest thing about learning that anyone who's done Cicerone or whatever will tell you, like the hardest thing is being able to communicate what you taste. Because you can taste something and say, oh, that's an off flavor. Yep. But why is it an off flavor? What exactly are you tasting? So you can... the I think the first thing that you learn in Cicerone is to taste an off flavor and say, oh, that's diacetyl. Okay, well, how exactly does that present itself? Yes. What does it actually taste to like you. in different styles yeah. and to you? But then even further going to advanced and to master or just being a better taster is understanding the bridges between flavors and And how. And even
0: one thing we did when we were doing this in the last Pink Boots Brew Day is instead of, we didn't start by tasting the off flavors that were spiked. we started by tasting the memory of like, open a tin of corn, smell that. Open butter popcorn straight out of the microwave, smell that. So- it was when you're walking down the street, yeah, pick a leaf off a tree, rub it in
1: your hands and Crunch smell it up. that. Yeah, yeah. Picking leaves off trees or like actually stopping to smell the flowers. Yeah. Like understand what a rose smells like versus a geranium versus. And bank it.
0: Smell it, put the word to it and bank it in your memory. Yep. Because that's the only way you'll be able to access it in the future. Yep. Go. If you only eat chicken nuggets and mac and cheese, you just don't have, you'll never have the vocabulary. Nope branch out buy more snacks taste things and write notes on what you're tasting
1: absolutely and talk to other people because what you taste and what someone else tastes like you have to have you have to be open to having a conversation about it and being open to other people and what they're saying i i always learn from tiff what she tastes like she'll say things and i'm like oh that's what it is or like even nick my partner you know your your palate is not the end all be all, you know. And you're going to learn most from tasting with other people at the end of the day. All
0: right, Tiff. Next beer. Here we go. Here we go. I'm closing my eyes again so I don't see what she's pouring. This is this is this is a toughie. So we did actually just take a break. We went downstairs. We checked on our boyfriends. And Lindy talked us through the great pairings, which I won't be tasting until we do it with everybody during the live stream.
1: Aww. Stream Tiff. Well, Nan, I want to watch you, it. Like,
0: drink this water out of your glass so that your glass is rinsed. That's
1: just water. You don't I have to close my, your eyes. I anymore. rinsed my glass. It didn't look rinsed. So I don't know what glass. I guess I don't know what glass was your glass, what glass was my glass. I'm confused. I should also probably eat some real food or some.
0: Damn it, Lindsay. Open it near the microphone. All right, let's go. Here it's we go. Got, um, more clarity than most of the beers we've had so far. We're still in that golden range, but much looser white bubbles. Loosey goosey bubbles. Ooh, has a really lovely aroma. Just some really sweet fruit in there. Gooseberry. I really enjoy
1: the aroma. I do too. I'm I'm revisiting this. Granted, I have been drinking all day. But I this was the last beer that I had last night when I was experiencing extreme palate fatigue and I could not anymore. Um, I'm enjoying this much more coming back to it. Oh, this beer is excellent. This aroma is
0: absolutely phenomenal. So here's the thing. My immediate thought is, just looking at what's in front of me, is it kind of tastes like the apricot bites. Like, but my fear is that if you put them together, it's gonna overwhelm the beer.
1: Go for it, but Tiff. Kind of like so these to- are apricot, coconut slices. I like that Tiff says apricot, and she's lived in Australia longer than I have, and I say apricot. Wait, which one's right? I don't know, I think they're both right. Yeah, but which one's American and which one's
0: Australian? I, apricot. Nah, takes away from the beer. And which is what I thought was gonna happen.
1: The crazy thing about these right so Australian hops have a lot of stone fruit qualities so I thought that these apricot coconut slices which I've actually been enjoying eating a lot in my personal time recently mm. I thought that they would go really well with all the stone fruit quality of the hops but these on their own are not a sour lolly with these beers they turn so sour mm. like it turns into like you're eating a warhead like it becomes so aggressively sour it's wild it has not worked out for anything. All right, so I had I had this going with savory.
0: Okay. Okay. What? Spicy salami is not bad. It brings out the sweetness in this beer in a nice way. Is spicy salami already used? No, I'm
1: just reading my notes. Um, spicy salami isn't used. You cannot use mild salami. I'm sorry. Oh. Mild salami's already been used. I'm not sure how I feel about using spicy salami. I would feel okay using a Donski. The mild salami is nice. It will though. not go better than what I have paired with it, sorry.
0: Uh I like that.
1: Spicy salami for me, it gets it 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 gets a little too spicy.
0: Oh no, because for ah! me it's like but then when you go back to the beer, all of those the bright fruit note comes in at the end. There's like this pop of this bright fruity that I like. Hold on, let me revisit.
1: I also feel like I need to like the spice from the salami is still in my palate. So last night I wrote down spring onion dip because, like I said, it was the end of my night. And I thought that it enhanced like this white wine kind of characteristic, like this mm-hmm. white grape berry character. That's what I wrote in my notes. But today I just feel like it tastes like green onion. So I didn't try it with any of the granola bars because I just got those today. I would I just re- try. I'd it. really like to see something go with a granola bar.
0: I just tried it with a cookie, though, and it takes away all the beautiful sweetness. So, cookies are different. Hear me out on this, stuff. All right.
1: So, there's... An, and and there's a couple different... Don't try it with that one. I don't think it'll go with the chocolate one. I think maybe the yogurt strawberry or the mixed berry. And there's a reason why they're different. Once again, the oats. So, this beer is actually
0: a brute IPA. Oh, that's not... That's the opposite of what I would have thought it was.
1: What did you think it was? Well, it honestly... I should have asked you before I...
0: No, and honestly, it has a lot of sweetness in this beer. And so that's like the opposite of a brute.
1: Low body, though. There is dry... Yes, I do think there's more sweetness, 100%.
0: But I tasted this fresh, right? Yeah. Fresh. We took a break. Yeah. And it was like sweet. Yeah, it is. It's sweet berry, which is, I think,
1: I have uh, This I is gonna this be theory. too sweet with the yogurt on All it. Right. All right. So, not the, let's try the mixed berry. I haven't tried this either. Yep, that works. That works. I really hate the snack, but it
0: works. So, this is from Urbanot out mm. of New Zealand. Why does this work, Tiff? As soon as you go back to the beer, Mm -hmm. it kind of brings some, like, dankness in from the hops. It pulls another note out of the hops that you aren't getting otherwise. Yeah. All right. I have
1: one more beer, Tiff. I really want you to taste. Okay, we'll do one more. It is 8.20. You've already been here for two hours. (laughs) Actually, I'm going to give... Tiff, I'm going to give you a beer that I love. Oh! And you have to guess what hop it is. Oh, I hate this. I love this game. This is my favorite... Mmm. Of my favorites. I would say this is my top three in the pack. Tiff is laying on the floor eating chips. <laughs> Tiff's
0: this feels like a Friday night, not a Sunday night. Gone
1: through four of the pairings. I think she's given up somehow. She's staring at the ceiling. I've already poured her the beer and she's not Ooh, drinking it. It's a very pretty beer. It is like this is one of my top three and I just wanted to taste it with you. Pairing that I'm doing with it is not up here so I'm sorry. It's Uh, very
0: hazy, very peachy hops. I'm guessing that's the wrong note for these hops then. Look, it's, but it's not because
1: peach is stone fruit and stone fruit is stone fruit. And it's also really hard. Like also when you say peach, are we talking about white peach? Are we talking about peach peach? Are we talking about other yellow peach? I don't know. Like if you want to get specific, I think stone fruit. As oh, long as
0: we're in that, that like, oh, fuck, it's good beer. That's lovely. Isn't it? Mm. So the only ones we haven't had so far. Oh, fuck, that's a good beer. The Two Enigmas, A Galaxy, of Big Secret. There's Wet Ella and Eclipse. And I'll be honest, I don't know if I could tell you all <laughs> of the flavor profiles of the Aussie Hops. Because you also haven't been hanging out with
1: them aggressively. Like hmm. I do, and I I still wouldn't be able to tell you. I'm I'm still figuring out. Like Enigma, we don't see a lot. Enigma is a really interesting. Like Galaxy, everyone knows Galaxy. So I'm right? guessing
0: this is Galaxy or Ella. No, neither of those. Eclipse. It's fucking yeah, Eclipse. It's very peachy. I very much enjoy it. Eclipse is marketed as
1: Mandarin okay. stone fruit. Uh, this is a hazy pale ale. Do you want Do you want to
0: see the can? Yeah, of course I want to see the can. It's a good fucking beer though, isn't it? It's very good oh filter it is a don't tell them i like it it's a killer
1: fucking beer great
0: Uh, this is great
1: this is the one i paired with hobnobs what's great about this being paired with hobnobs so first of all if anyone watches the live stream you're gonna see that i say that all of the beers should be paired with hobnobs um because hobnobs are just like this honey sweet kind of biscuit thing oat honey biscuit and it's delicious but what's great about this one is it intensifies so like if you had this with a hot hobnob you would just say mandarin you wouldn't even think peach like it intensifies that very specific fruit and it also brings out a pine bitterness in the finish
0: no it's weird though mandarin is not a stone fruit it's citrus oh yeah it's not is it <laughs> har, har,
1: har, har. oops <laughs> Hello. it does not have a stone in the middle of it.
0: Oh yeah, but like at the same time. I mean, I see the Mandarin. Ooh, it's nice with these. The Sam boys. Yeah. Tiff,
1: when you say it's nice with these, you have to actually say it's nice with what you're eating because people are not watching us. They are.
0: We're two years in. You think I would get the hang of the thing by now? Not with
1: fourteen episodes, but.
0: <laughs> I can only. Hear. And for somebody who like me. Oh, sorry. Watches a lot of podcasts on YouTube. Do you? And then I try to listen to some episodes that I'm missing on the podcast. And I'm like, oh, I want to see the video of that. I didn't know you were one of those. I have never watched
1: a podcast. I have to listen to my podcast on two times speed (laughs) while I'm in the car or like it's what I do to and from work. And if you listen to it on two times speed, if it's a 30 minute podcast, I can listen to it in like... 15 minutes, and it gets me to and from work, and it's great.
0: See, whereas I like to savor my good podcasts, and so I would never do that. Oh, so <laughs> strange. Um, Tiff, how was tonight for you? It was really fun. It's not... What did like, you learn? I learned that there's a lot of value in picking the variety like playing the variety game i wish everyone could see the mess that's spread out in front of us because we oh, have, we'll take a picture we have
1: just like little bits of cookie eaten there's some sharpies and pins can, we took and
0: a, a bite of each thing and just put yeah. it down yeah it's very much it's like pretty that. disgusting <laughs> yeah i wouldn't want strangers to be sitting with us do i do it right i
1: don't know because no, i, look, thing you I do. look up to you as like you know i respect your opinion and thoughts on a lot of things and your processes on things and a lot of this i've been jumping into figuring out what works best for me
0: i respect that you're way more of a perfectionist than i am i'm very like an 80 20 person Mm. and so for me i'd i'd have narrowed this down already height heaps and like been like oh this was the narrow down I've been like, I hate Turkish Delight, I'm not not trying Uh, that. Yeah. I think it's fun to do it because I tasted a lot of pairings that I wouldn't have tried together tonight. And I think it was kind of fun to do a little bit of collaboration on it because I don't know how you did 12 of these, it's so much. Yeah. (laughs) Just saying. Just saying. But it's really fun. And if you haven't gotten your pack yet... Please order them. Because it's a way to explore a hop and I think it's really important. I know that in the past I've done, you know, single hops here. Bridge Road does a single hop series that they have in the past where you can, get, you know, dive in and taste the hops. Yeah. And I think this is a really it's fun way. ingredients to a beer. Yeah, but even if you're not a brewer, I think it's a really fun way to go, cool, well, I know, even for me, I didn't know I liked Eclipse that much, but I guess when you may put it in a hazy pail, it's really fucking tasty. So uh, Yeah,
1: So, but that's it, right? Like, we go to a restaurant, and you set at a table and you you order a meal because they've listed out the ingredients on the menu and you say I like all of those ingredients I'm going to get that yeah but for some reason as beer drinkers we don't have as strong familiarity with the ingredients we don't know yeah. the flavors that the hops impart necessarily except for me
0: if I see sabro or talus I just buy it yes but <laughs> Not HPA hops, by the way. They are not Australian hops.
1: No, but like you do get to know certain hops, maybe. But like I think you should get to know your yeast flavors as well. Like I, I would love for a yeast company to do this kind of thing. But also White Labs in San Diego, They're, they have a beer hall where they will brew the same beer and ferment it with different yeast strains. So it does allow the consumer, because I think the next step forward in beer is really the consumer understanding what it's each ingredient in yeah. parts well, instead of us just way. getting ipas with like a hazy ipa with blah 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 blah, blah,
0: blah because, blah, because blah, if you I bring know. it down to the basics of in australia's like particularly unlike america where ipa is the biggest style in australia pale ale is the biggest style but the the gamut of pale ale is is so huge so pale ale runs everything from you know stonewood pacific ale through to some quite American hopped malty bitter beers and so it's really hard for Australians to especially if you're just getting into beer say I like a pale ale and you order a pale ale at the bar but in the same way that you go I like a Chardonnay but not every Chardonnay is the same or I like a Riesling but not every riesling's the same or in I mean people if, start to know what a buttery Chardonnay is right yeah, like even in Australia like Shiraz there's a thousands of Shiraz wines made here but they're not all the same so it's understanding that the breadth of each style and with beer there's a lot more styles but even if you just break it down to I like pale ales but how do we actually figure out what pale ale you like and then you start to go actually I really like galaxy hops I know I like cinnamon wood I like galaxy hops and you can work your way up from there
1: yep or if I like Galaxy, maybe I'll like other Australian hops. Yep. And what is the contrast? It's being curious about what you're, what you're drinking yeah. and and under, understanding it.
0: And it's fun. And while not every beer needs to have its hops listed, I think it is fun sometimes to know what's in it. And I think it's really important to list the hops.
1: Exploration. Very rarely. Only at... Uh, maybe really fancy restaurants, even at really fancy restaurants, though, you go to like a schmanky banky. What is it? What what does Casey work at? What's Casey's? What's that? What's that? <laughs> Bar one? Bar Liberty? Yes. You go to Bar Liberty and it'll say this is what this is called. But then it'll be like ingredient line, ingredient line, ingredient line. Right. Like mm. so it gives you what's in that. So, like, Bar Liberty will not list their entire—they're not yeah. going to include the butter and the oil and like everything else yeah. that they use, the salt and the pepper, right? So you don't need to do that. But I think like the defining flavors—I
0: mm. think
1: it's pretty important that breweries list
0: that. Crystal Mountain, Vic Secret. Great. I have some expectations there now. All right, Tiff, what do you want to leave this podcast with? I think what I'm leaving with is grab some beers, grab a bunch of snacks taste them all together, and find something you love. What yeah. do you want to leave this with, Lindsay? Pretty much the same, I think. Maybe get the HPA pack and from Beer Cartel
1: and explore these hops. Like, start to understand them if you want to. And don't just go on my snack recommendations or TIFF's snack recommendations. Pull shit out of your cupboard. Be curious. Uh, Tiff, where can we find you? You can find me at Beer Girl Bites. Can
0: on you all the actually things? come to the microphone? Sorry. Hey, Tiff, where can we find you? You can find me on Beer Girl Bites on all the things. Lynn,
1: where can we find Tiff you? I Kind of forgot that there was a, a microphone. Oh, she fed me some beers. Um, you can find me at Talk Beardy to Me on all the things, and
0: you can find us at Crack, crack the, the Ceiling, ceiling podcast, podcast
1: on some of the
0: things. <laughs> Instagram and crack the podcast at gmail.com. Exactly. See you next time. Bye.